We want our coffee in the lobby. We watch our worship on the screen. We got a rock star preacher who won't wake us from our dreams. We want our blessings in our power. Yes, you are in the fade. What's the good thing about this audiobook is you don't have to be married to benefit from this at all. If just if you're looking to get married or if you just you just have a relationship that you really care about, these best practices apply. Absolutely they do. And anyone that's been in a relationship, at least a very serious one, oh, you'll know the fade. You'll know the fade all too well. And that's exactly what we'll tackle in this one. So get ready. Here we go. It's got to start right here. It's got to start right now. All right. The Fade, Chapter 23 from the audiobook, Every Marriage is Flawed. The Fade. Every couple experiences the fade at multiple points of their marriage. As a recurring theme in this audiobook, it, it's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when. And there are a ton of factors that create or eliminate the fade. And we call them spacers and magnets. So, what are spacers? Spacers would be time, time away from each other, complacency, indifference, work, kids, other family, for example, in-laws. By the way, I love them. No, I really do. I love my in-laws, but they can get in the way. Social media, Porn, flirting with others, travel, friends, hobbies, debt, religious differences, unforgiveness, selfishness, drinking problems, addiction, and on and on. And for you, maybe just some of those will apply. Then not all of them are going to apply. Those are the spacers. Those are the things that can absolutely create distance within a relationship. So as you know, we get real, we pursue truth. So we study what works. We study couples that are successful. We study marriages that are successful. So what does make them successful? Now, you may not agree with all this. Again, I always put that stipulation out there. There's always a disclaimer. I know there's skeptics in the audience. We've addressed it, right? Um, heck, we had the quote of the day on that what the previous chapter on narcisside from an atheist. So we'll certainly entertain ideas and counterpoints. But the common denominators, we cannot deny the truth of what is part of a lot of these successful relationships. So the magnets, what brings people closer together. Well, God does, at least the healthy God, the God that is of the Bible. 
And then following Matthew 7, 24 through 27 is a great example of that. So Christians, if they're properly tuned in and they bring God in the center of it and they truly serve one another, if uh, the truly husbands are following the verse in Ephesians about that they must serve their wives like Christ did the church, which is really the ultimate sacrifice, th- th- those are magnets. Again, whether you believe it or not, at least you can understand how if you're told, and that's what the owner's manual tells you to do, to love one another, to serve one another, to forgive one another, to show mercy and grace and making those correct choices, it works. It just works. So we can we can debate God, but it's very, very hard to argue results. Now, on the flip side, you know others that say they're into God and they probably go to church, but they're just checking a box. They're just going through the motions. So those people can kind of skew off the results, at least your observation, but I'm talking the ones that are truly successful. And it is possible. I've already been referenced on it. You can implement these teachings and, and actually be an atheist or an agnostic, but be successful in the relationship. So it applies both ways. So other magnets, and here, here's a little more down to earth. This will probably help you, some of you on the, on the fringe, better, better connect. Date nights, absolute work. It doesn't have to be the night. It could be the day. Just t- talk about how time away from each other can be a spacer, time together in a healthy way absolutely brings you closer together. So if, if, if you have kids and it's harder, uh, it just depends on where, what stage in life you're at. But if it's not the night, then make time during the day for each other. And that includes work and scheduling around that. Quarterly getaways, absolutely, especially for you busy, those, those married in the busy season with kids. And I know with younger kids, it's harder to get away or you don't want to get away, or at least more likely one of the spouses doesn't want to get away. Implement that time, get away, just the two of you, get, uh, hand the kids over to someone you trust, whether that's a, a, a grandma, grandparents, or, or a trusted family member, et cetera. It's so important to do. And of course, on top of that, and that's the quarterly getaway, but the vacation, just the two of you. There are times definitely do the family vacation, but do not neglect the relationship of your own time, the two of you together going somewhere special. Now, this this one's a little maybe too simple, but eating dinner together absolutely matters. The more you do it, the better. And then, of course, the less no travel option would be, well, that's that's you with your friends, right? Or, Or you and your work can absolutely suck the life out of relationship. So those that have to travel a lot, obviously COVID has changed a lot of that. Uh, but you need to factor that in, how much time you're spending away. So daily connections, reviewing the schedule. We talked about opposites before in the previous chapter. Opposites attract. So one of you is a planner. One of you, The odds are one of you is an organizer, and you need to honor that person. By checking the calendar, can you tell I've stumbled on that? I've dropped the ball so many times. My wife is excellent. She's a planner. She's an organizer. She puts things on calendars. And every once in a while, just flat out ask blindly without looking at it. Ah, big mistake. Learn from me. Learn from my mistakes. So daily connections too. But by the way, before you daily connect, if you have stuff written down, reference that first, then daily connect. 
And then if you have your A game, say, hey, I noticed uh, kids got this going on today. Uh, we have so-and-so coming over for dinner. What can I do? Or I'm just going to grab groceries or just being proactive on it. And then lastly, the other magnet is no debt. Debt can divide, no debt. <laughs> one last thing you have to fight about, right? One of the number one reasons people fight is money or how it's being spent. So having a budget, being on top of it. One of my worst mistakes, as you heard earlier in this audio book, and get rid of that debt, avoid that debt at all possible costs. It just ends up putting friction in the relationship. If you have no debt, then you have less stress and you have less to fight about. So for most marriages and really any significant relationships, the fade is the silent killer. And at first, you don't even realize it's happening. In fact, some spouses are totally oblivious to it. I've seen it countless times. Each day, year after year, spaces are added in between. And one day, a spouse will say, I don't love you anymore. And oftentimes, the other spouse says, what? No clue. In other cases, both sides know they just don't care. It's the selfish game. I'm going to do what feels good for me, and you do what feels good for you. And There are times where that's okay. There's things I'm into that my wife is absolutely not into, and vice versa. It's okay to have healthy time, and it's okay to have time with friends. It just depends what you're doing with your friends. You know what I mean? And you, you can't let the independent time dominate over your time together. Um, and, and I'm talking free time, not work. Of course, that's going to dominate uh, to a point. So anyway, note that. Another scenario, both sides ignorant to the fade. They are so focused on their kids and work. This happens a ton. This is very, very common. And every once in a while, they may say, yeah, we we need to go on a date or we should should go to church. Uh, Yeah, we we, we need to take a vacation. We really do. But we've got this kid's stuff, this and this kid's that. And they don't. They just talk about what they should do, but they, they don't put the plan down. They don't write it down. And by the way, one of the most popular tweets ever at Marriage Fire is your wedding had a written plan. Does your marriage, does the rest of your life, think about that for a second. So anyway, on this side, when you neglect, you're saying all these things, we need to do this, we need to do that, they don't, and time goes on. And again, the fade slowly creeps in. They're in the comfort zone. And the comfort zone equals the fade zone. Slowly, but surely, they are drifting apart at this way every day every action you take represents a step away or toward each other you're doing it right now both of you listening to this audiobook is a step closer implementing the positive steps is a step closer Making daily habits and plans out of these positive steps will help counter the fade.
then if, and if this isn't you, then it's definitely someone you know. And if it isn't you, it may also be that you just haven't realized the fade yet. Let me further explain. Couple meets, slow or fast start, the couple ends up getting hot and heavy, you date a lot, you want to be together all the time, you're both bringing your A game with your best behavior, you are constantly doing stuff for each other, it's easy, it is all good. Couple decides to live together and or get married, it is fresh and exciting, and sooner or later, you start fighting, mainly about small stuff jealousies, annoyances, etc. They just start to rear their ugly heads. It's nothing that couple can't solve. They always rally and make it work. But one of the spouses gets a promotion. Perhaps a few job changes, but increased job responsibilities come with it couple has a kid or two or three and this is one of the greatest things to happen to the couple kids are amazing kids also become a lot of work and over time an increasing amount of time and energy goes into the kids the kids become the center that's a problem over time more energy and time goes to jobs as well travel promotions new projects eat up your day and each day you don't even realize it. Again, you're taking a step away from each other. Everything else in the world gets your spouse's attention except you. This is the formula for the majority of divorces today. If you are following this formula, you are in trouble. So indifference kicks in. Now you're in the roommate zone. You've, you've become roommates. You don't date anymore. You don't have sex any longer, or at least it's, it's very few and far between. Okay, some of you still do that, <laughs> but it is far less than it was, and you're just definitely not as close as you used to be. It might be more going through the motions. Kids, work, activities has taken over. Little steps each day will eventually turn into miles. And those miles create resentment and indifference. And sooner or later, one of you will say, I don't love you anymore. Sound familiar? Well, just be a piece. You are certainly not alone. This audiobook is all about countering that fade. That's exactly what we're countering here. And taking a step closer, one day at a time, do not expect miracles, by the way, when you start taking steps closer and expect to be intimately close. If it took you that long to be that far apart, it's going to take you some time to get back in. So let's further examine best practices and truths that will help you take steps closer to each other and counter that fade. All right. Question time. I, I like these. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped to hear back from you, your reaction to them as well. So number one, questions for your date night or date day or couple group time. Where are you right now on the fade matrix? 
maybe scale of one to 10 or one to 100, where, where are you for how close you were when the relationship started? And what about your spouse? Oh boy. There's another kicker. You know, I like kickers in my questions and that's going to be a scary question to ask, but you best get on this right now before it's too late. It is an excellent opportunity to tackle this right now. Do not procrastinate. Don't get blindsided and with uh, I don't love you anymore or miles apart. Get on this right now. Pause and reflect. Number two, do you have a written plan for your marriage? Goals, objectives, etc. Number two, do you have a written plan for your marriage? Goals, objectives, etc. Pause and reflect. Number three. All right, some homework. 99% of you will say no to number two. If you said yes, as exceptional. Well, well done. You need to help encourage some others. That's for sure. So for the 99% that said no, you're not alone. It's okay. Don't freak out. Don't panic. So first, yeah, no, you're not alone. And next, get, get out a sheet of paper, seriously, for the, for the next 10, 15 minutes or, or more. And then I would like you to review this weekly, by the way, include that in. Start writing down what you would like to do more and have fun, brainstorm, go crazy with it. Some will be dream vacations, bucket list items, um, and then, but definitely work in some more realistic vacations and then date night ideas and seasonal things to do. Um, and don't forget the daily stuff either, a daily connection time and getting that on the calendar and seeing how well you do, uh, sticking with that, checking in with one another, the goals and plans for the day, who needs to do what and where you're going. And remember this, there will be some places and things to do that you're, where your spouse is going to want to go and do. And then there's going to be some things that you really want to do. You won't always meet eye to eye. I'll encourage you, honor each other. Take turns. Take turns with what, what, what your spouse wants to do and what you want to do. Sacrifice for one another, and you will definitely get closer. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. Thank you so much. I, I can't thank you enough. I, I, we don't exist without you and, and your, your willingness to listen and, and willingness to share the best practices. Like I said, there's too much out there where people just encourage, I just need to be happy. And they just, they just chase the instant gratification versus really working at it. It takes a special couple. It really does. You need to work at this. So thank you again for tuning in. We have a few more chapters to go and then we'll wrap this up. But to tease up the next one, uh, it's basically called UG. I want to leave this person. So for anyone that's at that, or if this came out in the question mark, like I am miles apart, and I don't love you anymore. Uh, it's extremely painful. I know uh, we definitely have some things to tackle there and we will discuss it. We won't sugarcoat it. And uh, so if you know anyone that's also in that, in that stage, please have them check out the next chapter. All right, now go serve one another, choose to love each other, choose to plan, choose to write things down and hold each other accountable for you and the marriages you most care about.